Hello and welcome to day three of the Massive Attack podcast, 12 Days of a Christmas Oddities mini-episodes. I'm Joe. With me, as always, is Mitch. G'day. And we are going back, way back, to 1971 tonight uh, with an episode of another anthology series called The Night Gallery. Yeah. Which, again, I didn't know a lot about. Mm. I knew the name and I knew that it was from Rod Sterling. Rod Sterling. Rod Sterling. Yes, not Sterling. <laughs> no. Who is the dude behind The Twilight Zone? Yes, well, The Twilight Zone was his original show, yep. which was an anthology show, which was an anthology show. And he did that for so many years, then a few years later he started up a new one called The Night Gallery. So the premise of that show was every he was in this gallery with all these paintings, and each one of those paintings was a story. So we'd walk around. So this is episode... Do we have it? Episode 13 of season two. Okay. And it's called The Messiah on Mott Street. And he talks about the ghetto of New York. He does. And it starts off and Edward G. Robinson. So there's a decent cast in these things, by the yep. looks of it. So Edward G. Robinson plays a, a old man on his deathbed. As An old a, Jewish man. They make quite a reference to the fact that he is Jewish. Yes. Well, his name's Goldman. Yes. So, yes. And he's... Visited by his doctor, and the doctor's basically saying, you've got to go to the hospital. You are gone. You are, you know, the next trip out of here is, you know, feet first and you won't be alive. And he's like, I'll be fine. The Messiah's going to save me. My brother's got money over in, in California. LA, California, yep. and he's got money. It's coming in. He's got like a million hectares of lettuce or something stupid. It's all going to be good. And he goes, and I've got to stay here to look after my grandson. He's an orphan. Who's going to love, love him? And he goes, look, I've organized it. The people from Social Security are going to look, come and assess him. He'll go to a home. It's fine. But will he get love? That's what he asked. Will he get love? This is what I can supply for him. He goes, you can't get out of bed. You've got nothing. So he's a very stubborn old man in that way. And he goes, I'll be fine. The Messiah will save me. And we had to sort of work out what the Messiah was. Yeah, because... Jesus as a Messiah. But there are other Messiahs. A saviour. Yeah. He's talking about the saviour. It's a, it's a thing. And his, his nephew, his grandson comes home and he's sort of there and he's talking about, I'll be fine. The Messiah will do this. And he goes, will, will there be ice cream? And he goes, yes, there'll be more ice cream. There'll be toys coming in by the train load. We'll need a warehouse just to store them all. He'll, he'll supply us with everything. He'll be fine. Now, I don't know if this is... He came across like he believed it. It wasn't just telling the, the grandson to appease him. He, oh, no, he had a lot of faith in... The yes. fact that the Messiah was coming. And, yeah, and he believed that his brother was going to be... He, he owes me this money. It's, yeah. it's coming. He's just selling it up now. Now, what we get is a scene following the doctor leaving him is he goes out as he's leaving a lady arrives at the front door and she's from social security or social services. Yeah. And she's like saying, oh, you know, he's a very proud man. You know, don't try this. He'll, he'll go at you. But just, you know... Good luck. I don't like your chances, but he, he needs help. And they're going, oh, but he's got money coming through. Oh, the brother, is it? Yes. And she pulled out her paperwork and, yeah, he's in an old folks home. A lot of denial. Dementia. He's got dementia. There's no money coming. Yep. All this sort of stuff. So I was like, okay. So that happens. Then we get footage. We get this, the grandson brings him some dinner to the old man and they have a bit of a chat and he talks about the Messiah and tells him the Messiah is coming and he's going to do this and that and And I think the exact words he says he will be big black and looming yes so that night he gets visited by a shadow yeah we don't see it so it's very much a one-hander act Edward G. Robertson here who was quite sick at the time 
He didn't die that much later, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he sort of yells at this apparition. He calls it the angel of death has come to visit him. And he tells him, my heart still beats, my my flesh is still warm, you cannot take me yet, my heart loves, stop. And it goes away. Yeah. And the son goes off looking for help. The grandson goes off looking for help. And he walks down the street and he goes up to a Santa who's collecting money and he goes, are you the Messiah? And he goes, you don't know the difference between a Messiah and Santa? And he goes, well, I'm Jewish. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. And he goes off and he's talked to a few people and there's a religious zealot with an ender's nigh, sinners repent sort of sign. And he sort of yells at him quite a bit. And then he gets saved by Yafet Koto. Now, Yafet Koto was quite famous for this... It, uh, African American actor in the seventies. Yeah, and so 80s. he was in a lot of black exploitation movies. He played the bad guy in one of the James Bond movies, Live and Let Die. And he, I knew the name, but I couldn't put yeah. a face to the name. He's in the movie Alien. Yeah, apparently he's quite prolific with his acting. Yeah, and he's yeah, awesome. he's a, he's a very famous dude. But yeah, he turns up. Yeah, and he is big, black, and looming. Yeah, so, so the, the Mikey, grandson, the grandson, sort of sees him and goes, sort of goes, "You're the Messiah. Yeah, can you come and see my grandfather? You, you, you will promise. You, you did this and that. I'll, I'll look, I don't want the ice cream and the toys just yet, but can you help my grandfather out? He's not in a good way." And Yafet goes with him. Yeah, and then, then the police turn up at the front. They hear sirens, and the police have arrived at his his tenement building. Yeah, and what they find, they go upstairs, and the doctor's there, and it's like, "Oh, Mikey, um, your grandfather's not in a good way." And all that, but maybe you want to go in and yeah, say so the, goodbye. The doctor's basically saying he's too sick even to get an ambulance. He's yeah. sort of on his deathbed. Yeah, so go in and see him, Mikey. So the doctor's there and he talks to Yafat Kodo and they're chatting away. And the, the boy's saying, he'll be fine. The Messiah's here. It's all good. And they have a big chat. And it's a really good chat between the doctor talking about, do you believe? Do you have faith? That sort of thing. Are you a man of, you know, and he goes, as a man of science, I believe in that. But as a man who grew up as an ex-ghetto person and this and that, I do believe in that. And there is something in the ghettos where people do believe in magic and safety. And it's just this great little chat. And then there's the doors open by themselves. Wind blows the curtains around. And it's like, ooh, what was that all about? Yeah, so Edward G. Robinson has already mentioned that the angel of death is coming back for him that night. Yes. And, yeah, the, the wind blows through the closed window and the curtains are all flying and the doctors are like, oh, it's just the drafty tenements. Yep. But the doors start slamming and, you know, he basically sees the apparition again. Well, you don't you don't see it, but you it's kind of see the wind and, yeah. and you kind of experience so it. So you're thinking, oh, it's gone in and yeah, the it's taken in. The angel's come in. Then Mikey comes out of the room. He's all well and good. And they go in there and there's Edward G. Robinson looking sprightly. He's yep. awesome. He's like, oh, I had a weird dream. I dreamt. There was like weird stuff was going on and he was quite happy and quite good. And he talked to the doctor and he asked him, he goes, yeah, it was a weird dream. You were in there. There was a guy in there with you. Was there someone else? And the doctor's like, no. And then and Mikey's like, no. So, and the doctor actually made a thing saying, it's almost like someone's taken a memory out of my head. Yep. So the whole Yafet Kodo character, Mr. Bluntman. Blackman? No, no, that would be too racist. Um, I think it was Buckman. Buckner. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So the character Buckner, they don't remember him. He was there, but they don't remember him. So I was like, that's weird, but everything's good. Yeah. And then the next thing, they're chatting away and they're all sort of amazed, but happy and good. And then there's a knock at the door and then there's like, oh, here, can you sign? I've got a, pa- I've got a message for you. And the boy's like, okay, yeah, I'll sign. And he signs away, and it's the postman, but it's Yafakoto again. Yeah. And he goes, here you go. And he hands him a telegram and or a letter. 
And they go in, hand it to Grandpa, and what is it? It's a brother. He's come through. Here's $10,000 that I owe you. I finally sold the land that I did. Yep. So it's like, it did come good. Yeah. And as the postman's leaving, the doctor kind of has this sort of glint of recognition. Mm. And it's kind of like, do I know you sort of thing? And previously he was saying when the Messiah was there, he made reference to the fact that God doesn't care for the tenements. Mm. And then as they're leaving, the, the postman sort of turns around and makes his little sort of so sometimes back in, yeah. yeah sometimes god does care for the tenements sort of thing and they're all like mm, maybe he is the messiah and it, it just felt for a tv show it felt very theatrical yes like the almost soliloquy that edward g robinson says when he's talking to the angel of death is very theater yeah and he just comes across as really really powerful in the way that he does it it's like has a lot of emotion to it well he's a pretty full-on actor but yeah, yeah. so that's good there was a couple of things in it that struck stuck out to me is the fact that that Santa line where he's like, well, of course I don't know who Santa is, I'm Jewish. I thought that was really clever. And separate to the actual plot though, but there's a couple of times where he's talking to people, like he's talking to the religious zealot. Yeah. And he's like, are you the Messiah? And he's like, I'm not the Messiah. And in my head, I could <laughs> just keep thinking, he's not the Messiah, boy. he's just a very naughty boy. And then when like, the Yaffa Kodo turns up and someone's like, oh, he's not the Messiah. Again, it just <laughs> popped in my head. So obviously I watched Life of Brian a bit too much when I was younger. Yes. But I really enjoyed this. Yeah, this is what I was hoping. When I was looking for these sort of anthology shows and Christmas episodes, I want a nice self-contained, done in one with a kick-ass ending. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully we've got more to come. Yeah, so it is, it, it's part of a two-parter. So there's this, and there's another one called The Painted Mirror or something like that. Which and, is not Christmas. So no, and that's Zaza Gabor, and so I, I just couldn't be bothered watching that. But this itself is probably about 22, 23 minutes. Yep, not long. Again, there's, a, there's quite a good version of it online on... Uh, I think this was Daily Motion we got this one from as well. Yep. So it is out there. So if you search for it, and as we said, it is season two, episode 13 of The Night Gallery. And I would really recommend it. Yeah. Hmm. If you have a listen or go and watch it yourself, please let us know what you think. Definitely. And I definitely want to go and watch more of these Night Gallery stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm digging it. Hmm. So that is day three. Wow. And before we go, I will just do a little bit of shilling oh. and say that, just a reminder that we have merch now. We do. If you search the MA podcast on redbubble.com, yep. now is probably a good time to order them if you want to get us by Christmas. Yeah. So if you want to buy a Massive Attack t-shirt or a or mug, mug or stickers yeah. designed by Mitch himself yeah. with our logo. Looks very nice on the shirt. Just ripped off superpowers, but that's okay. Exactly. But anyway, so now's a good time to order, because if you order it now, you'll probably still get it before Christmas. Excellent. All right. On that note, thank you, Mitch. No worries. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.